David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris. I'm not David Spada, so I think that means I'm Elliot Harris. But we will have David later in the program. We have a great show today. Action-packed, jam-filled, however you want to describe it. First up, we have former lovable dancer and first-time bikini competitor, Kelly Wilson. How are you? Yes, I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. And on November 17th of 2012, you participated in the OCB Midwest States Bodybuilding Bikini Figure and physique competition yes in DeKalb, Illinois mm-hmm. and it was your first competition yes it was and you came away with a trophy I did got second place I'm very excited okay so this is your f- first competition ever yes first competition it was a big leap <laughs> how big uh well so big that um I've never actually worn a bikini before in public, and my first time was on stage at age 36, so um, it was a big leap, and um, it was pretty fun. (laughs) Now, this was the Bikini Masters over 35, so you're sort of the new kid on the block in that category. Yeah, definitely. So you're competing against about a bunch of 80-year-olds? Is that what this was? Well, not quite, but, um, you know, I don't know um, how... How old the competitors at this particular competition were. Um, it's nice to see more and more competitors, um, you know, to see the age going up a right. lot more. It, it, it's not something that's relegated to be a 20 something to compete. Yeah. I think you see a lot of women getting into it a little bit later, mm-hmm. you know, that rather than, okay, when it's easy to stay in shape. Right. When you're young and everything's going for you. Right. And that's what I find so inspiring, too, that, you know, you shouldn't let age hold you back and just go for it. What prompted you to say, okay, you know what I want to do? I want to do a bikini competition. Um, well, I've always had an interest in fitness. I've um, I've been on dance teams and I've taught fit- group fitness classes for about 15 years. I have not taught the past couple years, but I still try to you know Slacker. keep up with it <laughs> but um a couple good friends of mine who compete they heard me say i wanted to do it for so long and then finally they were like you know what that's enough talking you're gonna do it so they just gave me a push it was really like the push i needed to that i felt that i couldn't turn back and to just do it okay. so I, I read somewhere on facebook that a uh, a goal without a plan is just a wish Yes. Oh, oh, that would have been on your Facebook. <laughs> That's on your Facebook. Yes. So what was the plan? Well, the plan was, the plan came from my coach, Amanda Reister, who um, 
she won first place in her very first bikini competition. And um, she actually used to be my boxing coach. That's how we met. And um, she was the one that just gave me the the push to say, well, here's how you have to do it. Here's what you have to eat every day. Here's how you're going to start training. And that was back in May. And um, so, you know, it, it didn't start the same as it ended with the training and diet. But um, she really, and she lives in L.A., So, but she did a great job of coaching me step by step so I could get there. Was the lifestyle change substantial as far as eating and working out and things like that? Um, the eating was the most substantial change. Um, and what I, what inspired me also was that my coach that I mentioned, she's a vegan. And um, I'm not a big eat, meat eater myself, but um, I figured, you know what? And I guess something that held me back in the past was thinking, you know what? I would love to do it, but I can't eat chicken eight times a day. <laughs> so knowing that she did it, I thought, well, if she can do it, then maybe I can do it too. So the main source of protein was um, homemade seitan, which um, it's a wheat protein. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's very high in protein. <laughs> and um, so that was where I get most of my protein to fuel my workouts. And um, So do you have to learn a new style of cooking and, and how to incorporate these ingredients and things like that? A few things, yeah. The seitan I had never made before. She gave me the recipe, and I made it, and I, I'm fine with it. Thank goodness for seasonings to, <laughs> to give it some flavor. But, um, yeah, that was that was the big thing. Okay. Now, in real life, you're a graphic designer. Yes. You like color. You like... Yes. <laughs> all, all, all that stuff. Did that factor into your wardrobe for the bikini competition? Um, it's funny because it was so hard to choose a suit because I do love color and I love bright colors. Um, the, the reason I f- my suit was black and red and I went with that because of my lovables past and I'm such a huge Bulls fan. I thought, you know what, if I just go with black and red, I got to feel comfortable in that. So that was how I decided. So, were, did you feel comfortable? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Typically, a lot of competitors wear a lot of bright colors, so right. it was a little bit of a risk, but I think it paid off. <laughs> now, your lovable background goes back to 2001, 2002? Yes, correct. When the Bulls were really, really bad? Yeah, it was a rough But the season. lovables were really, really good. Oh, yes, as always. <laughs> Does that background help you when you have to stand up on a stage all by yourself? Um, it really did help me. Um, you know, I think if I had not performed in such a large arena like the United Center, I probably wouldn't have been as comfortable as I was last Saturday. That was probably the easiest part for me was walking out on stage and not have I did, had no fear whatsoever being in front of the people. And um, also the time management. I remember Kathy Core always telling us the time management is a killer with the lovables. And I she was right. I learned time management like no other, which really helps me to this day, especially with training twice a day for the competition. What is your training program? In the gym eight days a week? <laughs> how does that work? Um, I was in the gym six to seven days a week. Um, six days a week, I would do two workouts, um, get up, rise and shine real early before work and go back after work. Usually I'd do my weightlifting at night. 
and cardio in the morning, but I like to try to change things a lot to keep the muscles guessing. And <laughs> you don't want to get in too much of a routine, so. right? Right. How long would the your workout sessions be? Um, we gradually increased workout sessions and intensity throughout the whole training process. Um, anywhere they ranged from half an hour to an hour of cardio, sometimes more, and then at night. Um, 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes of weightlifting some, and some cardio thrown in there at night, too. Um, it really varied a lot, depending on what muscle groups I was working that day. Okay. Were there various various parts of your body? No, were, were, <laughs> were there uh, exercises that you would avoid or that you concentrated on to build up certain parts of the anatomy? Um, towards the end, we eased up on my arms a little bit. Um, I guess you didn't you know, want to look like Popeye. <laughs> well, I guess now you know it was a, it was definitely a learning experience once I leaned out to learn how my body responds to different types of training. So it it definitely was somewhat of a science experiment too, because you know I've learned that my biceps tend to build up pretty easily. So okay. and bikini tends to be uh, a softer look. Yes. Right. Yes. So we did ease up on the arms a little bit. So I wouldn't be too top heavy. And, um, you know, I think definitely from now on, you know, again, now that I've leaned out and see how my body responds, I definitely need to push a lot harder on the lower body as well. So now with your dance background, is there any temptation to do the uh, what is it? The the fitness category where they they do all that movement on stage and things like that? That is the ultimate plan. My ultimate goal for 2013 is um, to go back to full-fledged performing and do the fitness category. Um, I miss it a lot. That was one of another one of my big reasons for wanting to get into this. And I just kind of thought for this time around, you know what, I'm just going to kind of start with bikini and not have to worry about the extra element of the routine. Um, but I, that's definitely my goal. Okay. Now, w- would you move from bikini to figure to fitness or just go from bikini to fitness, do you think? I'm thinking just bikini to fitness. Um, I do have the interest in figure, but um, it might also kind of depend on how my body responds to putting on more muscle than I have right now, because um, more muscle is required for those right. categories. So um, I'm going to just start s- start building muscle and see where it goes from there. Okay. Did you have to drop weight for this c- bikini competition or at all? Um, yes, I did drop a lot of body fat. Um I, I've always worked out consistently and lifted weights consistently, but over the past couple of years, you know, I put on, put on some weight due to excess pizza eating and, <laughs> um, you know, slacking a little bit on the diet part. But, um, yeah, it feels good. I feel like I'm back to being me again. So. Okay. I did see that, uh, in the aftermath of your success, you did, man- <laughs> you did manage to make it to a pizzeria. <laughs> yes. I was what, in heaven. What, what did you have? I had Giordano's, and um, somebody asked me today, did you get the deep dish? Which is, of course, the best, but I didn't have the patience to wait for it. Oh, okay. What <laughs> toppings? Just cheese, which I had not had in months. Really? So it was it was heaven. Okay. <laughs> now, do you get to have indulgence in uh, pizza and other verboten foods? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Now that I have, you know, I've 
cut a lot of body fat, I have a little bit of wiggle room to have a cheat meal now and then. So that'll be good. Okay. One of your trademarks is your hair. Yes, you could say that. Right? Is <laughs> yeah. that that's a fair assessment? Sure. You have wavy hair, is that an is that how we describe it? Yeah. Wavy to curly. Curly. Yeah. <laughs> now a, a lot of females it seems if they have wavy hair they want it straight. If they have straight hair they want it wavy. Mm-hmm. How do you find peace being who you are? Uh well it took me about three decades, so <laughs> <laughs> it took a long time. I, I would always fight it, and um, I finally embraced it. I get my curly hair from my dad, and that's part of why I'm so so insistent on keeping it curly, too, as a as a um, a way to honor him. So, <laughs> are there people that that say, you know, Kelly, you, you really should, you know, go for the straight look? Yes, it ha- it comes up a lot. How come you never straighten your hair and um, Especially when I get it cut, they always want to straighten it. And <laughs> I just feel like it's not me. So, well, Anybody else complaining about it? No. No, <laughs> no I don't think so. And people asking you, Gee, how do you get your hair that wavy? I get asked quite frequently, is that naturally curly? I get asked that a lot. And it is, so. <laughs> okay. Well, you're, you're way ahead of the... Uh the women who who want to get their straight hair curly, you don't have to to worry about any of that problem. <laughs> That's true. Your success came in DeKalb, or DeKalb, mm-hmm. or however you pronounce it. DeKalb. Mm-hmm. And that's where you went to school. Yes, it at is. Northern Illinois. Yes. Do you get flashbacks when you get back in that area? I really did. Um, we had to take a polygraph test before the competition, uh, so I went there the day before for my polygraph, and you know, the, the you pa- did you pass? I passed. Yes. <laughs> You know, they need to make sure I'm not pumping steroids. So. Okay. But, um, yeah, and my, I really just felt this warm feeling in my heart, and I have so many great memories there, and it's a great town. So. Okay. Not quite as big as Chicago. No. But larger than Galva. Oh, yes. Which is where you grew up. Yes, a little country town. Where, where exactly is that? Um, I always just kind of tell people it's out towards Iowa because <laughs> it's surrounded <laughs> oh, 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 oh. by even smaller towns. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's about it's about three hours southwest of here. Okay. So, um, yeah, I grew up in a real small town farming community, so I think they're all pretty proud of me. <laughs> so was your plan to, to go to Northern and... Then come to Chicago, or is that just the way things work? Um, yeah, when I when I chose NIU for college, it was because it was close to Chicago, because I've kind of been a city girl at heart my whole life. So <laughs> even in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where it came from, but um, yeah, that was the draw for me. And you know, even when I lived in DeKalb, coming from small town, DeKalb felt huge. Right. But um, so I stayed there for a few years after college, and I, I like it out here. So. Okay. Any idea what your next competition, when when it might be? Um, I do have, I'm thinking um, probably in April. Um, I was told there's going to be one, it's an ABA competition, all natural, which is important to me. 
Um, cause I like the polygraph testing. No. <laughs> um, you, you like to see the people fail. Did anybody fail that polygraph? They told us nobody failed. Okay. Yeah. It must, must not be a very good polygraph. Then. <laughs> it was intimidating, even though they just asked me if I, are you in the United States right now? I was still nervous. <laughs> Did you have to think that one over and go, uh, uh yes. I just hope the results were showing and, up. And the needle went up and down. And... <laughs> so, April, and where would that competition be? Um, I'm not sure. I think somewhere in the western suburbs, but I'm not oh, sure okay. exactly yet. And so. would it? I don't know how all these divisions break down. If there's not a masters, how would you feel going up against you know a, a 28 year old or something like that? Um, you know, definitely something to consider. But I think at this point, I just have to go for it. Um, you know, having to put my my fear aside for this one, I just keep telling myself, you know what, it's never going to be this hard again after this first right. one, so I would have to just go for it. Well, and I I have to imagine part of the process is saying to yourself, I'm not competing against that girl or that girl or that girl. The person I'm competing against is me. Yes. To, you know, to be the best me that I can be, right? Very, very true. Yeah, and that was the big, what feels like the biggest accomplishment for me is that how far I've come in my own personal journey. And I remember before finals, um, I was thinking a little bit that, gosh, you know, I have not even been paying attention to everybody else that I'm competing against, which I probably should, but I was more worried just about myself um, and well, what I was doing. Sometimes it's good to be self-absorbed, right? <laughs> I was, yeah. I mean, focus And being in the right place. <laughs> Am I doing the right thing? Right. So. Excellent. Well, Thank you for your time. Thank Continued you. success. Thank you. And you have one trophy in one competition. So after two trophies, we'll be looking for two trophies after two competitions. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait. Kelly Wilson, <laughs> thank you for your time. Thank you very much. All right. One segment down, two to go. Stay tuned. Next up, we have former Notre Dame football star, New England Patriots, and Miami Dolphins linebacker, Nick Bonacani on Sports and Torts on TalkZone.com.